Hey everybody, welcome back to Geeks from the Multiverse. I'm Matt, with me is John. What's up everybody? So this episode is going to be a little bit different because we're going to be a little bit more serious on this episode because we are going to be talking about bullying, more anti-bullying than pro-bullying. Right, John? Right, Matt. Yeah. Because, you know, as we discussed, I'm not a bully, Matt. Well, <laughs> well. Anyways, so we are going to be talking about bullying because, you know, it is in our society, it, it both is and has been a huge problem. And, you know, for me growing up, I, I've always been, and I know this is a huge shocker, John, but I've always been, you know, a geeky, nerdy kid. What? What? You don't say. Um, you know, so growing up, like, I was always very, like, very small. Like, I, I wasn't, now I'm kind of overweight. Whatever it is, it is whatever. But when I was a kid, I wasn't I wasn't very overweight, and I have big ears. It is what it is, you know. I like them. So you basically accept yourself. I accept myself now. I didn't back then, um, and, and it's only because of the people who bullied me then. You know, being called Dumbo, and I've always worn glasses. So for me, it was like a very skinny kid wearing glasses, getting called Waldo, you know, it, it, it affects your self-esteem. And of course, under the sun being, you know, being the geeky nerdy kid that I, I am, I obviously dressed different. I looked different. So getting called, you know, Dumbo and Waldo is just kind of the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there, there's everything that, I could be called, I probably was, because I was different. I looked different. I talked different. I wasn't part of the popular clique of kids. Well, and you know what's funny about, you know, the the popular kids, right? I mean, we have this loose term where, you know, what, what really defines popularity? I mean, because really, you could be the popular nerd of your group. Because you might be the one that actually unites the the group itself because you might be that glue that holds everything together. Or, right, you're also maybe the comic relief or you could be other things. So popularity, in my opinion, does not mean anything because you might have that click of people that, you know, might be the, the jocks or the, you know, the, I don't know, the the different, you know, subsections of like different racial groups or whatever right i mean it, it doesn't matter but the thing is is like popularity is not a defining piece of who you are because honestly you know let's say in high school right you know it doesn't really define you it, it it might define you in that moment but it does not define you for the rest of your life because if that's the case then it, good luck because good luck trying to keep that up and especially nowadays i mean with social media where, you know, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got, I don't know, LinkedIn, and you got all these other random things in there like Twitter and whatnot. But it doesn't mean that these people that are portraying themselves are these popular people because, you know, they might have self-esteem issues. They're just trying to maybe, you know, get better, you know, self-image and maybe not have that, 
almost, and I hate saying it like this, but like this body dysmorphia of like how they view themselves, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that is who you are, you know, and when you're mentioning, you know, being called, you know, Waldo or, or Dumbo or, or any of these things like, okay, cool. You know what? Thank you for allowing me to understand like who I am, but that's, that's how you view me. That's not who I am as a person, because you might have different things kind of like even now with all like the Marvel fanatic, right? Cause that in my opinion is cool. Right. So you might have a group of friends that you, you can at least, you know, relate right. to and, and do that. And I think that that's like the tricky thing though. Cause you know, as a kid, you know, this was way before high school, but you know, as a, as a kid, my personality is still developing. So like when, when as a child, as a youth, I'll say a youth, um, as a youth, being told certain things, even after a certain amount of times, because bullying isn't just like, Hey, Dumbo. And then, you know, it's kind of a one and done deal. Like it's a repeated event right, over good. and over and over. So it's something like I heard throughout like my school years and you kind of start like almost internalizing it and going, my ears are kind of big. Like maybe I should have some kind of a surgery to like get them closer to my head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't say I had a very, let's say similar experience, but you know, growing up, I was also a, a really tall, skinny, you know, white kid. And, you know, I say that only loosely because that that's basically what I was described. I was called like too tall. I was called Jolly Green Giant. I was called all these different things. I mean, granted, as a kid, I you know, it was kind of like my dad calling me and it wasn't a big deal. Um, but like, really, I think a lot of bullying from, you know, in my personal experience has really been more in high school. And I and I'm only I'm going to mention this one term and I apologize to the listeners, but it, it, this is what it was called. And this is the real life, true story here. You know, I remember this one kid, um, who literally went up to me and I was just sitting there and he just out of the clear blue, just, he calls me a faggot. Okay. And I, I'm sorry. That's the way he said it, but it, it's the truth. And, you know, I, I took that in and I actually, I was so angry. I got really mad and I actually looked at him and I said, why did you call me that? He said, because you look like one. And I said, wow, how, how the heck do you describe, like, in my opinion, like in back in that time. So granted, again, I understand both him and I were in different eras, but you know, I dressed up in, you know, different clothing. So I could have worn, you know, polos and some jeans and, you know, some shoes and whatnot. And, you know, had all these different like outfits, but I, I didn't have a style. Like I, I might've been a little preppy. I might've been a little, you know, loose, you know, clothing, like, you know, let's say some t-shirts like, you know, or like a graphic tee or, you know, kind of like the, not saying parachute pants, but like, you know, the, like the kind of like warm up basketball, you know, like the track pants, like track pants. Yeah. So I'd wear that from time to time. So I didn't really have a style, but like, you know, when you're calling me that and, you know, you're defining me because of a term. It actually, it drove me insane a little bit. And I, and I still remember this to this day. I mean, granted, I've gotten over it. But it, it was so frustrating because this guy had no idea who the heck I was, why he decided to do it. Maybe he just said it because of whatever. But at the end of the day, 
like, yes, I agree. You know, as we get older, like, yes, I've, I've grown a lot bigger. I'm a bigger boy now. I admit it. I'm actually trying to, you know, cut back. I'm trying to lose some weight, you know, try to get healthier for my son and, you know, my, my family now, you know, cause I, I need to, I need to maintain and I need to, to get better with my health. But anyways, um, you know, another term or another thing was, that actually drove me nuts too in high school was somebody came up to me and I mentioned the idea for prom and I literally said, you know, why don't we all sit at different tables during prom? You know, why don't we get to know each other as like different classmates? Cause we may not know because we're all from different cliques. We may not even know who each other were. And somebody said, well, that's a basically in the terms of, well, that's a freaking stupid idea is the best way to put it. And this one person who I never thought would ever stand up for me, actually, believe it or not, was a popular girl. Hmm. And I'm not going to mention her name, but I was so surprised by that reaction that I was like, wow, I, it, it's kind of like viewing mean girls. Like she was like, I'm not saying she was part of that like popular clique in that particular aspect, but she was, she was kind and it was, a, it was a weird feeling. And it was the first time that I was like, wow, like, is this really what it feels like to to actually have someone stand up for you that isn't technically part of your, you know, your, your social gathering of like your circle, you know, and it felt nice. And it, like she was saying, it was just more of an idea. It it was just, it was what it was. It wasn't like, let's, let's do it. We had to do it. No, it was just a simple idea. It wasn't even really a whole lot of thought. It was just real quick. But the the point I guess I'm trying to make is, is that when it comes to bullying, you know, it, do not let the bullies define you. You know, when you have a group of people that, let's say, have very similar mindsets to you, the more you have on your side, the better. Because if you're isolating yourself, that's where this whole thing stems from. And these are the reasons why that bullying is such a major issue, especially nowadays, because you got all different kinds of bullying, which I know Matt is actually going to probably mention here in a second. Yeah, so I mean, there's a there, there's a lot you know we're kind of gonna go into, um, but bullying does affect everybody. So, you know, when you do a lot of research, like you know, I've I've done quite a bit of research, you know, just for this episode in particular. It, it generally goes for for youth, <clears throat> but you know, bullying happens across the board for everybody. You know, and it's it can be based on race in in appearance sexual preference gender but it it does affect everybody across the board right and it doesn't matter you know like what he's saying about different characteristics i mean you could literally you can wear big shoes and people would make fun of you because you have big feet right you know or so whatever you can be you know a youth you could be in your teens you can be an adult you can be a senior citizen and somebody will still, you know, bully you. So I, you know, I first wanted to get into, you know, defining what bullying is. And bullying is an ongoing and deliberate misuse of power in relationships through repeated verbal, physical, and or social behavior that intends to cause physical, social, and or psychological harm. It can also involve an individual or a group misusing their power or perceived power over one or more persons who feel unable to stop it from happening. So the one thing I want to mention, like just with that term, 
is that bullies in general, they have their own issues. They're just trying to isolate as much as they can, let's say, towards a particular person or maybe even a group, right? And they're projecting their own pain, suffering, emotions, whatever you want to call it, onto that particular, let's say, group or individual because they don't know either how to handle their own, you know, problems or, you know, they just want to do it because it feels good for themselves and they're, they're wanting to kind of get, you know, happy from it, which is not, in this case, the right answer because it, it makes it more devastating to the individual that is the victim of bullying, right. you know, from this, you know, situation. So, you know, bullying isn't something that could be, you know, only verbal. It can be, you know, aggression that is physical, like hitting, tripping, you know, what used to happen to me all the time because of my ears was the flicking of the ears. Like that used to drive me insane when kids would walk by me and just flick my ears with their fingers. Like one, it would hurt. Well, two, I, I mean, I'm not you, but no offense. I think after a little while, I think my, my fist um, might accidentally go a certain way if that was the case. But, but that's Well, it's a certain way. way that it makes you feel, though, because it's like after a certain you know, amount of time, it, it just it really demeans your self-esteem you know, when they're calling you Dumbo and they're flicking the ears. And it's like, it's kind of like when you have like an injury and somebody's like poking at that one injury, trying to make it worse. And that's really like what it, what it is. So it'd be like, you know, a little kid wanting to push the red button. You're just like, uh, don't do that. And you're like, no, 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 I'm just going to keep pushing it. And you're like, I don't know what it does, but like, yeah. And it, you know, when it comes down to, you know, what you're saying, it's like, you know, okay, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And, you know, when you're talking about self-esteem, it, it, uh, it's this whole self-image thing, you know, like if you, like when you were just talking about like possibly having this thought of like, okay, well, what if I have a surgery to correct, let's say said issue and, you know, or like when people decide, Hey, you know what? I got a big nose. I gotta, I gotta get a nose job. Okay. Well, realistically right that you find it might look better but does that really help your self-esteem or you know because people can say oh you got a nose job okay yeah like is that really going to help your situation or do you just you know try to accept the fact that you know what you were born that way it's kind of like and i hate kind of going into this but like lady gaga right born this way right you just accept that we're not perfect we have flaws we have things that we're not you know let's say proud of right or we have these these little you know idiot uh you know what it doesn't matter the, the the what i guess i'm trying to say is is like there's things about us that really shouldn't you know again define who we are and define you know what these people are going to be saying about you because at the end of the day you you have to learn to accept and you have to learn to live with it because it ain't going to change unless you know you have that really good self-esteem about you to to overcome this whole situation as a whole yeah you know so the other two in this you know what, what bullying can include is relational and social this would more include like 
the spreading of rumors, um, being left out of a group, um, that sort of thing, which is a lot of times it's more of like, you know, you go into school and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about you. Right. And I guess the one thing too, is that we understand that bullying, you know, we, we associate with like schools and whatnot, but the 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 worst part about this it doesn't necessarily stop at schools it goes into workplaces it can, yeah, go, it can go anywhere yeah it can go wherever it is that you spend a lot of time and there's people that want to pick at you and want to continue to can you know bullying and do all this and you know the, the worst one is now i mean with the relational and the social and the spreading you know rumors and everything the very last one is electric, you know, electronic bullying or cyberbullying, which makes that even worse because now, you know, somebody could do a post on Facebook or Instagram and it's pretty much there forever unless they take it down. Well, well, the problem is it, it's not always necessarily the case because there is always some kind of form of fashion of it. Like once you put something on the internet, it's still going to be there at some point. Like, right. And if, you know, 10 people share it out and then 10 more and then 10 more. You can't possibly get rid of every single post. Right. And, and the problem with, I would say, cyberbullying now is that, you know, for example, like I understand Matt, you know, again, being in different eras, right? Probably didn't, cyberbullying was not a, was a, not a thing where, you know, I would say me growing up in high school where Facebook was, was just kind of starting out, you know, with MySpace and Instagram and, you know, well, Instagram a little later. But, you know, all these little social media websites that it was kind of the start of, you know, cyberbullying in itself. And it has become more prominent, especially in the last, I would say, 10 years easily because yeah. it has become an overwhelming issue where, you know, these kids, unfortunately, a lot of society has, or I would say younger, you know, kids have anxiety have all these unfortunately mental health issues because of the bullying piece of it. And because they're afraid that, you know, you might have a good idea in your brain and, you know, you might put it out there and then you have all these like people, it could be people from school or people from wherever now making fun of your idea. And now there's multiple. And it's so much easier electronically to do that for some people than it is to to bully in person and that's the thing it's like you know i'm not saying that physical bullying isn't a thing but cyberbullying has now become the more prominent way of yeah. doing it yeah and physical not saying it's taking a back burn but a back burner but you know it's definitely still there it just really depends on you know with our you know generation today like everyone's on their phone guess what that's the the most prominent yeah. way to get the most used out of bullying nowadays, especially with the emotional piece of it. So there are obviously, you know, like we're talking, there are no, you know, numerous types of bullies. So I do want to kind of go over the different types that you would typically see, um, which the very first one would be your, your tangible or material bully. These types would use their formal power over you which would be sort of like like a boss or manager right and they would have some kind of authority over you or control of your finances that they would use to intimidate you right and 
unfortunately with that, it's like if we're let's let's say we're talking about like a workplace, you know, because they they have the power over you and they can dictate what you can and cannot do. It's really tough. Yeah, and yeah. it and it makes it harder because you know, let's say you are trying to provide for your family, you know, and now they're dictating like, oh, it it's kind of like the in the movie Office Space when he's like, well, I guess, um, yeah, you got to get this TSP or TPS reports done, you know, but you have to work the weekend and you have to do all this other stuff. And you're like, well, why am I the only one doing it and not everyone else? You know, and it, it targets you, not everyone else. And that's unfortunately the, yeah. the ever growing problem with this, especially with that. So the next one is the verbal bully. This, this person likes to shame you and insult you with their words. Often they'll throw constant criticism or cruel teasing. And unfortunately, the, the language they use is generally like sexist, racist, homophobic, or generally threatening well, in nature. I, I, uh, like I said, my story so, kind of went into that a little bit, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, when you're talking about a verbal bully, you know, they're going to use that more emotional, really? psychological type of... It's more vulgar, right? It's, it's verbiage, yeah. I mean, they're they're going to try to get under your skin, not physically, but emotionally, right? And it, and that's where that whole self esteem, like the the body dysmorphia, like all these like general terms, like come into play because that's how they get you, and that's how this whole, you know, unfortunately, like we said, like the mental health aspect of this whole thing is. With them getting underneath your skin, the emotions come into play, your your, you know, self image, all these other things that come into it, it affects so much, and it really feels like you can't. It's like you don't almost want to go there anymore. You just want to like isolate yourself from the situation, and the problem is, is unfortunately you can't because you have to go. Yeah. Let's say to work or school or wh wherever it may be. This one's tough. And. It's hard to, it might be hard for somebody to figure out this type of bully. I'll, I'll put it out there. But this one is the passive aggressive bully. This one, you may not consider somebody who is passive aggressive to be a bully, but this type of bully is somebody who on the outside acts like they're your friend, they act normal around you, but they always kind of take that unexpected swing at you. They will gossip, they'll use like sarcasm, maybe a hurtful joke here or there. It's the way that they behave that makes them the bully. So they may, you know, when you're talking to them, they may like act annoyed and they'll frequently roll their eyes or, you know, it, facial expressions. They, they, you know, like they'll, you know, mimic the, the person that they're, that they're bullying, but they do it in such a way that they're not necessarily doing it to their face. Right. And, and, it, and I hate bringing this up, but like it, it also kind of reminds me of like Mean Girls, where it's like, you know, Regina George, right? This this like typical, you know, popular girl, 
you know, becomes best friends with like the, the new girl. And, you know, at first it seems nice and it's playful and whatever. And then, but then like it changes from the attitude because it's all of a sudden like, you know, we're being friends, we're doing all this. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, she's going behind your back and causing mischief, you know, for her. And it's, it's demeaning. And like you said, like it's, they're, they're playing on your emotions and they're making sure that they understand like, yeah, I see that on the outside, you want to be my friend, but in reality, they're basically backstabbing you and they're actually not really your friend and they're just causing more chaos in your social circles and, you know, your emotional state and all kinds of other things where it's like, are they really truly your friend? You know, are they are they just trying to do it just because or, you know, whatever. And that's why this one is so hard, I think, to define because yeah, this could happen, you know, in any, you know, friendship where, John, you could say something and I'd be like, oh. I mean, Matt, there have been some times I've seen <laughs> that, but I mean. But like, this, this would be kind of like an above and beyond where, you know, when you're with this person and a group of friends, they're constantly like looking at you going, duh, 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 like, you know, like they're, they're obviously they're not doing it to your face and making you feel, but you know that they're like looking at you and they're, you know, mimicking, you know, your movements or with what you're maybe saying to one of your other friends, like maybe they're making that like, yeah, I bet you didn't really do that. Right. And And it's those little digs that like will get, that passive aggressive bully that power over you every time. But it's really, it's really hard to define somebody that does that. And you're right. It's a very, I wouldn't say it's uncommon. I think it's probably, I want to say it's probably even more common than probably most people think they just don't recognize it because they don't see the signs. And that's part of the issue where if you can't really define what they're doing, like, as you can understand, like, physical and verbal bullying is clear as day. It's clear, yeah. Where this is, like, you know, like what we just said, like, you know, you might have... Is it targeted at me, or is this person maybe just annoyed in general? Like, maybe the person woke up on the wrong side of the bed and is just annoyed at what everybody's saying. Right, and and that's where, you know, this is where I would say that, you know, you really kind of need to understand, like, when you have a group of people you need to understand, like, are they truly your friends? Or are they, you know, secretly trying to get at you in different ways? And they and you may not realize it, and then you find out much, much later that they yeah. were never really your friend. And this would be something you would have, you would be seeing repeated events. This wouldn't be, like, just a one-and-done, you know, maybe a sarcastic remark here, or, you know, maybe they're mimicking something you're saying, you know, this would be something this person is is constantly doing, but they're not doing it to your face. Like they're not calling you names. They're not hitting you. They're not doing everything else that other bullies do. But every time that you're with them, they're giving you some kind of a sarcastic. They're making fun of how you talk. Maybe they're doing something that shows that they're actually a passive aggressive bully. Well, yeah. And I mean, so what are you trying to say, man? You're saying that, you know, me and you, we, uh, 
I'm not saying anything about you and I. I'm just saying in general. (laughs) I mean, as I think that you know, I think we've grown past you know, you know our our friendship and everything else, and I think we've we've established that yes, even though I've I yes I have been occasionally saying about WARP, even though there was a piece of mail that randomly showed up at your house that I had no idea until you told me. You know, yes, have I made jokes? Sure, but if you really were affected by it, I would hope that you would tell me. That you're like, hey man, like, cut the crap. Like this is this is annoying as hell. But and then but then you give me crap because then you're saying, hey, um, by the way, uh, when you turn, let's say 35, I'm already gonna have a membership for you waiting for the other side. You know, so we have hey, that playful. Yeah. Um, so the last couple of them, and I'll kind of go over them real quick. Obviously, we already kind of talked about it, but the cyberbully, which is becoming more of a significant problem with technology and the ever increasing technology that we have um this is occurring with even younger and younger generations because as we already know you know people are giving their toddlers phones which is absolutely crazy to think about but anybody who can text email or has social media can basically be a victim of a cyberbully. Yeah. I mean, even a simple comment is more effective than even just, like you said, and sometimes even just physically saying it to their face. I mean, when you, when you look at Facebook as a prime example, like you have one post and then all of a sudden you have multiple people just post it. Oh, that's stupid. Why are you thinking that way? Why, why are you, you know, why are you this way or like whatever, right? It's just the connotation behind it. it, it you get so many people behind this one idea, then it becomes the reality. Yeah. It affects that person. So the last one is the physical bully. And obviously this can be, this is somebody who goes to that physical level and it could be simulated violence by like raising their fists, like they're about to hit you or, Maybe they actually do, you know, hit you. It could be, you know, actual physical violence, like pushing, shoving, you know, punching, kicking to, and I'm going to say it, sexual abuse. It's a real life thing. I Um, mean, I will admit though, right? So actually, hold on one second. Sorry about that. Um, You know, and this is where sometimes gender in in some form or fashion kind of comes into play because I know, you know, people have said like, you know, females, if they bully you, you know, if they like, you know, they punch you in the arm, like, Oh, that means she likes you. I mean, I'm not saying that couldn't be true, but it also could mean that they are trying to, you know, not want to be, you know, with you in a romantic relationship or something like that, where, you know, or it could be vice versa, you know, where unfortunately, as a society, you know, with, with males and everything else that, you know, we, it, it's this, it, it, it's a very hard topic to talk about, but it's, it's one of those ones that, you know, if you see another male, you know, targeting a female, you know, this is where you need to stand up, you know, like call them out. Like, why are you only focusing on this particular person? You know, and as bystanders, you know, and this is another thing that I I feel like as a general PSA, 
when it comes to bullying is that we're all by, like a lot of us are bystanders. We don't even do anything about it. We just sit there. We let it happen. We continue to let this happen, and it's 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 the wrong answer. Like you, if you see it, do something about it. Don't just sit there. Don't pretend like nothing's going on because you know that if this person's being bullied every single day, you're telling me there's not one person out there that can't literally have a voice. Like I, like I said in my little short story, I was very shocked when I heard that from that one particular person who stood up for me. So don't tell me there's not that one person that if they see that, whether it's physical, verbal, cyber, you know, unfortunately, when we talk about sexual abuse, all this other stuff, I mean, it, you need to nip it in the butt and you need to look at it and, and take it seriously. Like, it's not, it's not a joke. Like, if you, yeah. if you see it, stop it. So the one thing, you know, before we kind of get into more of our, you know, PSA, what, what to do if you are getting bullied, you know, what bullying is not. Because there are certain things that bullying is categorized. Um, so what bullying is not is it's not single episodes of social rejection or dislike. So you have to kind of understand that, and it's maybe sound as maybe maybe this comes as a shock to me to people, but people aren't going to like you. You know it. It's just the way it is. Well. In in life, I mean, you. Unfortunately, I I've always. <laughs> unfortunately, I would say like probably most people like you don't, you don't want to have someone just not like you for no reason. But reality is, is there are people that you're just simply not going to like or just appreciate having them around. That's why they're called acquaintances, right? Anything. So it's really that single episode of rejection or dislike. You know, you, you kind of make that comment on Facebook or, you know, you go to an event or something and somebody's like, yeah, I mean, I really don't like you. That person's not a bully. They just don't like you. Right. And you say, cool, bro. Thanks. The problem is when that single episode becomes an ongoing episode where that person is like, I don't like you. You need to go. Hey, I don't like you. Hey, I hate you. Get out of here. That that's where that becomes more of an issue of bullying. Right. Where that social rejection or dislike, like, we don't want you here. I don't know why you keep coming around. We don't like you. And it's a repeated thing and they make you feel like you're completely rejected. That's bullying. I mean I mean, I know we're gonna talk about like the like, for example, like single episode acts of nastiness of, of spite. So, again, what bullying is not. But I also hate bringing this up. But realistically, you can almost view racism as bullying. Oh, I mean, that, that falls under a different category, I, I mean, though, because yes. that's harassment, not bullying. But it can, because what you just said about, you know, we don't like you. Get out of here. You know, and they don't have to have a particular reason. They just may not simply like you because of whatever. Now, granted, I understand this is a whole different topic, but when we mention like race, gender, all this other stuff, it can be racial. It can be, you know, but you that's know, your, where your status is. Or that's whatever. where it changes, though, because 
if you're part of a protected class, what? which is race, sexual, uh, you know, sexual gender, you know, all of that list, and I have it here. Um, race, color, religion, sex, age, disability, or national origin, those are called protected classes. So that w- that's what changes right, bullying into harassment. W- correct. I'm just saying that, unfortunately, the, the bullying concepts with these protected classes, it's, they, it's very almost similar in, in how they do certain things in a way because that's, that's how, you know, when you look at bullying and you look at those, like, protected classes, that's kind of how... Just, it's just not called bullying, though, at that point. Because no, if, if, right. you're, if you're talking about, you know, race, then it's racism. No, I agree. I agree. If it's sex, then it's sex. You know, it, right. so there's it, a different, different terminology to it. And you can actually be arrested for harassing a protected class. Right. And unfortunately, with bullying, unless there was actual, let's say, physical, you know, violence of some sort. Yeah. I mean, you would have to do an act that was above, above and beyond. beyond yes. yes. But single episodes, even like random acts of aggression or intimidation. That's not saying, like, I go out and punch somebody in the face. But if I went up to a random stranger and brought up my fist, that's not bullying somebody. That's me being kind of a kind of an a-hole. Well, I mean, it's also threatening. <laughs> You're threatening somebody. That's me being an a-hole, but it's not me being a bully. Now, if I targeted that person, and every day I walked up to that same person, and... It's not just a random act of aggression. And it's now like, it's an everyday act of aggression. It's also stalking. Well, that would be stalking too, yes. That would also fall under that category. But if it was somebody at work, then I'm not stalking. But if I was overly aggressive and, and I intimidated and, you know, maybe I'm body posturing, not raising my fist, but I'm standing over him, you know, that's where the bullying it changes from a random act to bullying at that point. Right. And mutual arguments, disagreements, or fights. Now, John and I have mutual <laughs> arguments, disagree. I mean, we don't fight, but no mutual arguments and disagreements. I mean, we just had one at the start of the last episode. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and I mean, and again, don't think that's bullying because really we're, we're just, it's a, it's a friendly topic that we're discussing and yes we may not again even as you know let's say friendships relationships co-workers whatever or family right you're gonna have these disagreements and i will throw this out there just because you're married and you have arguments doesn't mean either of you are bullying each other correct and it and it's it's sad that when you know we look our we look at it as a societal view is you know even having simple disagreements does not mean that you're, you know, targeting that particular person. You're having, you know, those bullying counter, you know, let's say actions between each other. Um, but it, it's just like we said, like there's different terms for it. There's different, you know, meanings behind it, but like, it doesn't just necessarily mean that if someone's having a discussion, it needs to turn into a, a fight, a bullying act, or, right. or whatever it yeah. may be at that time. So we'll get into the the PSA part of our part of our episode. Well, then, and oh, kind of the first the first thing you know, as far as our advice 
to anybody who might be getting bullied, whether, you know, you're, you know, and I'm, I know, you know, the demographics for our podcast generally, I think, is your age group. It's that 25 to 35 yeah, age group. Take, yeah. So, you know, if you do have kids, play this episode for your kids. Like, this is one of those episodes, like, we want people to hear. And the the reason, too, behind it is, you know, when you look at bullying now versus 10, 20, 30, however many years ago, you know, it was a, you know, it was different in, in many different ways, in depending on the, the generation you grew up in. But unfortunately, like we've said, like now, it's become even more difficult to really eliminate the the whole bullying situation because it has now become a lot more... It's become easier. Well, yes, it's become yeah. a lot easier, but it's also become just a huge problem in, in like I said, majority in our schools, but, like, you know, especially, you know, let's say adults that are, you know, working and all that stuff. I mean, again, it's not like you don't have social media. Like, you, you can do the same things, yeah. but just and in a different the, way. The funny thing is, and it's not funny by any means, but the funny thing is, like, even though we come from different generations, bullies haven't really changed. Nope. They're still the same people. They're the same type of people, just different. But bullies haven't changed. So we want you guys to share this with your kids. If you know parents that have kids, point them in the direction, at least of this episode, whether they listen to our whole podcast, that's a whole different thing. But at least point them to this because I think the our advice is actually pretty decent advice. So the very first one, Pick your battles. Like, even if you have a strong personality, you don't have to fight. You don't have to be overly aggressive, rude. You don't have to be, like, argumentative towards bullies. You need to learn how to pick the battles wisely. So, like what Matt is also saying is, like, yes, if you're the one that's being the victim, again, pick and choose your battles when it comes to, you know, whether or not you actually stand up and and do what you is necessary i guess in that moment or right in probably most cases if this person is continuing and whatnot you simply walk away because you're literally eliminating their power in that moment if you simply walk away and not even just acknowledge them they actually get more mad in the moment because they're you they want you to listen to them but you're not giving them the right. satisfaction to do so and but keep in mind that if you do decide to stand up for yourself, you know, there are consequences, right? There's, there's always going to be something that might affect something in that moment or even later on in life, of course. But I, and I want to, I'm, I'm going to say it, right? As I mentioned before, if you're a bystander and you see this continuing, seriously, do something about it. Don't just sit there. Don't pretend like it, it doesn't clearly exist actually say something or get or find someone that actually can do something about it i mean it's sad that we don't feel the need to want to report it that we don't want to you know acknowledge it that we don't want to you know simply have trust in certain people that can do something about it and that's where the the biggest issue is is we as a society have just left things the way they are and we haven't decided to actually act upon you know these these actions that we should be doing and we should have been doing a long time ago. 
you know, and at the end of the day, if you don't do anything about it, these people are still getting affected and it's not, it's clearly going to haunt them for the rest of their lives because maybe they needed that one person to literally just say something to that person at that moment. Yeah. And when you pick those battles wisely, like if you do, you know, stand, you, you decide to stand up for yourself. Sometimes the more you want to fight back, the more argumentative or rude that you become, the worse the bullying can actually become in the long run. So that's why, like, it's, it's not a weakness to just turn the other cheek and to remember, like, to just leave the situation. Like, most bullies are looking for your reaction to what they are doing. And sometimes a non-reaction says more to bullies than your reaction does because that's what they're looking for. So when you don't react, they're knowing that like what they're doing is not affecting you. And again, it eliminates the power that they have in that moment. And it can, if you continue to do that, then guess what? They're not going to want to come at you anymore because wow, they don't have the power that they had in that moment or multiple times that they've been doing it. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to mention this one, man. You do the next one. I'm going to do the next one. All right. So this one, this one is literally part of our motto. Okay. Well, kind of, it kind of is, kind of isn't, but again, uniting all geeks, right? So always be who you are and be proud of who you are. Right. So when we have talked about geeks and nerds and dweebs and so on and so forth, you know, be proud of who you are, man. Don't, don't let tell like somebody tell you who you are or even define you as a person, right? Cause you, you as a human being have your own personality. You have things that you like about, you know, the world itself. Right. So again, Matt and I always talk about how we love Marvel, right? We've literally just done a five-part series of Marvel just alone. I'm not saying that we don't like other things, but we're really passionate about that thing. And you know what? I tell people all the time, like, I could talk to you for days on comic books, but yes, there's more to me than just clearly Marvel. I just, that's a huge part of me that I love talking about because I am passionate about it. But if somebody was coming up to me and says, well, you know what? I hate Marvel. Cool, bro. Sounds good for you. I I guess whatever. Like I don't, it doesn't affect me. You know, if somebody randomly said that, but if like, you know, let's say, okay, I hate your mom. Well, have you met my mom? Why do you hate her? You know? And they're like, well, I don't know. You know, they randomly said that. I'm like, well, there's no, you know, you don't have a, you're not telling me why you, you hate that thing. You know, like you're not also giving them power. So really, when it comes to this, make sure you remember who you are, because even if, you know, I'm not saying later on, right? Like, let's say, you know, what's actually, let me rephrase this. Most of the, the powerful people on this planet, okay, are actually geeks, right? You look at Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, you know, some of these guys that have, have wealth above their knowledge, they're geeks. Clear as day. Guess what? Some of them didn't even finish high school and they have billions of dollars in their hands. Guess what? Those are the types of people. I'm not saying you have to drop out of high school, but you should be thriving because you know what? You believe in yourself. 
and you have hopefully goals and passions and you continue to believe that because if you don't and you let other people define you, that's where you're not going to be as successful and you're, you're going to realize that you could have changed that from day one. And if you just believe in yourself and you have the right amount of people you know, beside you, whether it be family or friends, guess what? That's going to be the most impactful and that's who you want to be around with and not you know, these, these so-called friends that you might have had in high school or whatever, right? Because at the end of the day, if you're a geek, be proud of it. Yeah. So, you know, if you are getting bullied and you're, you know, it, the bullying is kind of getting escalated, speak up. Don't keep it to yourself. Like, don't let it be your own secret. Like, if things are physical, it's not going to get any better. Your bully is not just miraculously going to, like, oh, I'm really affecting you. It's I'm going to stop now. No. They're going to keep escalating because that's the way it works. Like, talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be, you know, your parents or, you know, it should be an adult, but talk to somebody, whether it's a friend or a teacher or a coworker or a boss, but talk to somebody. Like, don't keep it to yourself. Keeping it to yourself will only keep you isolated. And it's only going to result in you getting more seriously injured because your bully cannot control himself to a point where now you're going to the hospital because you didn't speak up. And all you have to do is open your mouth and tell somebody and they can get beside you and now they know the story and even if it's not physical if it's emotional that's i mean that's not any better you know what i mean so you you need to just talk to somebody you might not have to tell them the whole story although i think it would honestly help but if you don't talk to at least one person about what's going on, you're going to go down a very dark path that has no light to get back to. And when you bring others on the journey with you, you have a group now that has your back that can stand with you and you know like our whole mission to unite all geeks i got news for all the bullies out there like there are more of us than there are of you right john like oh yeah there's more of us than there are of you so you know talk to somebody mention it to somebody you don't have to go into full detail about it but at least tell somebody like, hey, I'm getting bullied by so-and-so. This is kind of what they're doing. And if you feel confident, like maybe you, it's a few conversations before you can feel confident in telling them the whole story. But at least you're talking to somebody and they can have your back. 
And, you know, if it's, you know, somebody at school or somebody at work, talk to somebody at work, maybe a coworker that also works with you so that when you go into work, you go into work with them. Right. And with this whole, you know, message where we're trying to say is what we've said before with our, you know, our motto, you know, as a whole, we can do more change and create a environment for people to believe that bullying can change if you have the right people beside you and actually know that you are, you know, truly, I would say, like, have people that have your backs and have people that, you know, can support you in situations like this. And, you know, really to kind of close us up a little bit is, you know, if you're a bully, cut the crap. Because guess what, man? Yeah, stop you're, it. You're literally, you're by yourself, bro. You're not special or cool. I, you know, I, 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 I want to say this. Like, you are not special or cool by, by putting your power over other people. No, and, and you're just really... You're an a-hole. You're a jerk. Yeah. Like you're, you're not that kind of I actually of do have a couple facts for the bullies out there. By all means, Matt. So these facts actually come from, I believe, the CDC. And it, one in four youth who bully will have criminal records by the time they're 30. Yikes. And you know what's funny? I'm actually turning uh, 30 uh, this coming up week, and I couldn't even imagine having a criminal record right so now. That's one in four. And this leads directly into adulthood, where they face an even higher rate of criminal convictions. Yeah. No, no thanks. Um, the second one, bullying has led to delinquent behaviors and violent behaviors such as vandalism, shoplifting, truancy, and, shocker, drug use. I mean, when you listen to these facts as a whole, like, in my personal opinion, when it comes to bullying, what makes you think that that's a wise decision, right? Because if this is basically your path of basically destruction, like, you really want to screw up your life so badly to the point where you're probably in prison or you're, you know, have a drug abuse problem or have you know, let's say relational or relationship problems and, and all kinds of sorts of problems like down the road. And by the, the fact that you would be almost like, not saying halfway through your yeah. life, but like at a good point where you should be successful or you should have a job in, pl in line. But the fact that you can't even get yourself to a place that you should be. One in four. That's like, yeah, that like, statistic alone is shocking. I mean, and that's, and it is shocking because that means it is so common that it's that low yeah you know it's not like one in a million it's it's literally like one I mean, you have a class of other people you have a class of 200 i mean not all 200 kids no, are no, bullies no. but yeah. like one in four bullies right will have a you know those kinds of criminal issues. record by the time they're 30 and and honestly like the way that our society is going in certain aspects i mean we already have problems with our prison systems and everything else. I mean, why do you want to cause more, um, you know, basically problems with the fact that, you know, we, if we put more people in the prison systems, it doesn't help the general public. It makes it even harder for us 
unfortunately for our you know taxpayers and everything else. But at the same time, why do you want to be the problem and not the solution? And obviously, you know, like we're we're kind of being negative on on bullies, but I I, I do think deep down that people who do bully deep down have their own issues that they are personally dealing with and whether they were abused themselves, whether they're abusing drugs, I think deep down they have something that they're struggling with too, which is another reason why I say, you know, turning the other cheek and not fighting and not being aggressive, even though in the moment we may personally hate the person who's bullying but we have to too also realize like there's something that's making them behave in the way that they're behaving. Well, then my message to bullies in general is they need as much help to fix themselves. Correct. Speak up. If you have issues, speak up and actually take some actions, take accountability and actually want to change for yourself. Yeah. That is my message to them because at the end of the day, nothing's going to get resolved and nothing's going to change if they can't even look at themselves and be like, you know what? You're right. I screwed up. Now, I'm not saying that most bullies, you know, let's say, for example, like, you know, go to the criminal system in, in that route. And then, there, you know, there are some, not all, but some that do happen to realize that what they've done in the past has not been as effective as they'd like it to be. But at the end of the day, if you're a bully, make sure you realize that you're not only affecting the victims of who you're bullying, but at the end of the day, you're only really creating more chaos for yourself. And if you're not willing to to realize what is causing your pain and your suffering, well, maybe you should really look at yourself and maybe want to, yeah, you know, change that. Yeah, I think, I mean, coming out of this, I think the biggest thing is, you know, if you're getting bullied, just speak up. Like, getting a group of people who are like-minded, even if they're getting bullied too, like, that would be, that would be great because you can literally form a group who you can share together, you can stand together, hang out together, and form that you know bond with each other and like i said there are more of us than there are of them and when we do stand together bullies aren't gonna bother us right and what's what's even funnier is like you know when matt and i decided to create this podcast you know of course we wanted to talk about you know our passions our our different ideas about geek culture but we've also realized that because you know we are geeks we are nerds i'm not saying we're dweebs but we are geeks and nerds um but we've realized that having a nation of geeks and and nerds and uh, you know what screw it you know let's let's throw in dweebs let's throw in you know whatever you know whoever you really want to be the more of us there are, the more we can possibly change, you know, certain outcomes of, you know, bullying and maybe other, you know, really hard topics to talk about. But at the end of the day, like Matt was saying, if there's more of us and less of them, all we can do 
is unite ourselves on the front and hopefully want to create a change where hopefully, I'm not saying maybe it ever does, but maybe we find a way to prevent it. That's really what it is. It's the prevention of not creating more issues, more chaos, more destruction for people and really wanting to find a positive environment so that everyone can feel yeah you know safe and comfortable about themselves and it and it really does start with speaking up and i didn't put the re- maybe you know when i do the post i can put in certain resources that you guys can go to if you want more resources as far as like the anti-bullying campaigns because the government has a site for for anti-bullying and there are there are there are a bunch of different you know coalitions for for bullying um that i can put you know in the description that you guys can kind of go to if you want more information but um speaking up is kind of the biggest thing that you can do if you see it happening if it's happening to you speaking up and telling somebody like hey I'm getting picked on. That's the only way we're going to be able to deal with it. Right. If if we don't know, it's going to continue to happen. And guess what? If it's happening to you, it's probably happening to 10 more people that you don't know. Right. And nipping it in the butt in that moment might actually save, you know, more people down the line than you might right. think. And it might save somebody from killing themselves because they couldn't handle the, the emotional distress that they were facing. Right. And, and just the, the overall pressure of so you know, dealing with that. But yeah, man, I think, um, I know it was a hard topic, but you know, I'm glad we addressed it and I'm glad that hopefully, you know, when you guys listen to this, you know, you'll share it. You'll, you know, we understand that, you know, yes, we, we'd like to talk about funny things and do other things, but we can be, you know, serious about certain things because at the same time, if these issues continue, then we're only trying to spread a message. We're trying to make sure that everyone understands and making sure that at the end of the day, we just want hopefully what's best for, for most people. And we just want to create a, a, a really positive space and environment. So that way you guys can understand that, you know, we're not only just here to, you know, promote our, you know, our content, but we're here to also, give back in a way that we can hopefully get you guys to share this message, you know, share it with other people. But yeah, Matt. Yeah. I mean, we want to do something with the platform that we were, we, you know, we have. So yeah, with that, I mean, like we said before, embrace who you are. And uh, as always stay geeky. geeky.